You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio, Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, we got the local, the state, the national, going to cover down on all of the issues. And like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, it is uh, it is midweek, y'all. Boomer, we made it to midweek, brother. We made it to midweek. <laughs> that, means, that means before we go any further, we have to have some camel. Get her done. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Mike, 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 Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike. What day is it, Mike? (laughs) (laughs) Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. (laughs) Every single time. I love that. All right. That's it, man. It's camel day. It's uh, it's the midweek. You guys made it to hump day. You're halfway to the weekend. So uh, congratulations to you. Uh, just two more days after this one, and, and you know, in the army, we call that two and a wake up. So you're almost there. So uh, hang in. Hey, let's. We got a great show laid on for you today. Is Wednesday, so aside from the camel, that means we also have at four o'clock the grand council. You're gonna want to stay tuned. That's where my buddies uh, Jeff Poor and Dale Jackson join me on air, and we convene the grand council, ping each other with questions, see what kind of perspectives we get, and sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't. But yeah, grand council four o'clock today. Stay tuned for that one. And then I got a triple dipper full of stuff, so hit it. The Triple Dipper. Three stories you've got to know. That's right, the Triple Dipper. Three stories, three themes, if you will, that you have got to know as we run today's show. Can't can't avoid it. Biggest story out there right now. I'm calling it the paper chase. So right now, we are still watching as the, the scandal surrounding President Biden's um, inability to, to even know where all the classified documents are that he shouldn't have had in his possession. Uh, there's a lot of little side stories on this. So as I went through the resourcing of today's show, I kept finding what I would call the side stories of the paper chase. So we're going to talk about them. Number one of the Triple Dipper, the paper chase. You're going to want to hear some of these. Plus, by the way, if we have breaking news, we'll let you know. But the White House is going to be briefing as to about the doc scandals here uh, in just a little while. Number two. All right. If you are on social media and you're a political animal, you may be looking under a hashtag, hashtag AL politics. If you're not, start doing it. Hashtag AL politics on both Facebook and Twitter. Uh, you can find the stories that have been tagged. Uh, or that have that hashtag in them that relate to things that are going on in the Alabama political realm. So we're going to cover down on a series of stories because right now everybody's getting their committee assignments. This was inaugural week. The speeches have been made. Certain things are already taking place. First first steps out the gate. Uh, it's going to be interesting for you to hear, by the way, what your new Secretary of State for the state of Alabama just did, a campaign promise that he fulfilled on day one. So, yeah, hashtag AL politics. That's going to be number two of the Triple Dipper. And then number three. So, you know, we do woke world. Uh, I, sometimes I break it down and I do it a little different, and I'll call it like trading blows in the, in the, uh, the woke wars. Um, but you almost have to know your enemy by understanding how they speak. I've got literally an entire glossary of woke terms. So we're going to have a lesson on lip speak. Lessons on lip speak, number three in the Triple Dipper. So y'all stay tuned for that. All right. Listen, um, let me 
move over to my comments here, and I will tell you that this one has got a, uh, a personal streak in it. Um, you know, a lot of times I tell personal stories or things to help in, sort of elucidate what I'm trying to get a point across about. But uh, this one's actually got some things that are, that, are, that are pretty, you know, I would say meaningful um, in, in my own personal life. But let me start by saying this. I will just, I will just say this first. Nothing good, and we said it on the show before, but nothing good ever comes from an action that is preceded by someone saying, here, hold my beer and watch this. All right, if someone says that, it's about to go bad. Literally, literally nothing good has ever happened that way. But as bad as that phrase is for starting something, it might even be worse to hear someone say in the aftermath of something, well, it seemed like a good idea at the time. I mean, if someone says that, it's a phrase that is then steeped in regret. It's a phrase that implies that an action or a decision or an utterance was believed at one time to have held such promise, and in the aftermath, it was seen as a huge debacle. And you can Google search that phrase. Just Google search, it seemed like a good idea at the time. You get a page after page of search results. There have been books by that title, movies by that title, and lists of bad decisions that just seemed spot on back when they first started them. Here's one for you. Get this. In 1962, an up-and-coming rock and roll band auditioned for the vice president of talent for Decca Records in London. And he was not impressed. And he told the band's manager, yeah, we don't like your boys. Groups are out. Four-piece groups of guitars particularly are finished. Well, that band was the Beatles. And they went on to sell two billion albums plus worldwide. But hey, you know, seemed like a good idea at the time, right? How about this one? In 1977... The senior executives at 20th Century Fox, they signed over all, I mean all, all product merchandising rights for any and all Star Wars films to George Lucas in exchange for him being willing to accept a mere $20,000 cut in his studio paycheck. (laughs) So the combined revenue from the merchandising that he received from that is estimated to have exceeded $3 billion. And it continues to grow annually, making it the most lucrative deal ever struck between an individual and a corporate studio in entertainment history. But yeah, you know, hey, it was a good idea at the time, right? One more. In 1876, William Orton was the president of Western Union. He had a monopoly on the most advanced communications technology at the time, which was the telegraph. And Orton was offered the opportunity to buy the patent for a new invention, the telephone. For $100,000 in 1876, that's about $2 million in current dollars. Well, he considered the whole idea to be ridiculous, and he wrote directly to Alexander Graham Bell saying, after careful consideration of your invention, while it is a very interesting novelty, we have come to the conclusion that it has no commercial possibilities. <laughs> the telephone! You know how that story ended up, but hey, it was a good idea at the time, right? Well, the history of the world is replete with ridiculously bad decisions. Decisions that once made cost someone or some company countless opportunities and boundless riches. But what about the decisions that did more than just affect property or profit margins? What about the decisions that once made had the notoriety of negatively impacting actual lives, even to the point of death, and sometimes the deaths of large numbers of people? For example, from 1961 to 1971, 10 years, there was an ongoing mission codenamed Operation Ranch Hand, where the U.S. military sprayed over 13 million gallons of Agent Orange, a highly toxic defoliant designed to deny the enemy the use of crops and jungles, but the effects on people are the legacy. Over time, rashes, cancer, diabetes, birth defects, heart disease, and a number of other debilitating illnesses all began to be reported. 
1988, one of the founders of the program, Dr. James Clary, he confessed that when Operation Ranch Hand was initiated that no thought had been given to the effects on U.S. personnel. Hmm. Well, my own father, a veteran of two highly decorated tours in Vietnam, finally died in 2013 from complications related to Agent Orange. Somewhere, someone thought that was a great idea at the time. Then there's the anthrax vaccine. A mandatory vaccination in the late 90s is a knee-jerk reaction to two highly publicized terrorist events using anthrax. But in surveys of military members who were required to get the vaccine, 85% of them claimed that they had had adverse reactions. A percentage that was far higher than what the manufacturer's data had suggested that perhaps a mere 30% would have adverse reactions. But later studies have found far too many service members claiming such issues as cognitive impairment, autoimmune arthritis, lupus, headaches, and more. But it was important to know that it was a good idea at the time, right? I'll give you one more, and this one's also personal. When the global war on terror broke out, I immediately mobilized to Fort Bragg, North Carolina. And while there, we got all of our physicals and our shot records were updated. And then they gave us mefloquin, an anti-malarial drug that is taken in pill form once a week. Mefloquin Monday, we called it. Don't miss it. Well, I had seen my father have lingering effects of malaria long after he got back from Vietnam. So I took it religiously. I didn't get malaria. But the vivid and disturbing dreams that I had while I was taking it were something else. And the physical side effects stayed with me way after deployment. Loss of energy, lack of strength. I couldn't run a mile without getting winded. I was diagnosed for a year as being hypoglycemic with blood sugar that would just bounce around like a rubber ball. But man, I had it good compared to some. Reports began to surface after my deployment about delusions and personality disorders and psychosis that some some members had experienced. Multiple service members also committed suicide and even murder based on delusional thoughts that were later believed to be the after effects of mefloquin. And in 2013, the U.S. military quietly banned any further use of mefloquine. But hey, daggum, it was a really, really good idea at the time, right? So why am I telling you all this? I'm telling you because we have a right to question. And that right to question is based not just on freedom of expression and freedom of speech. It's based on the simple fact that history dictates that people make stupid decisions about things that negatively affect others all of the time. So the last case in point is the COVID vaccine. Now, I've said all along, if you want to get the vaccine, you should make your own healthcare decision in concert with your personal medical provider. You should. You should do what you need to do. What you believe is right there in that regard. But where this whole thing went sideways was when someone in government decided it was such a good idea at the time that everyone should be mandated to participate in the joys of the COVID jab. And, oh, Lord, if you questioned it, you were literally questioning science. And yet this week, this week, someone at the CDC finally had the wherewithal to officially indicate that studies are needed now to investigate the unusual increase in heart-related conditions among those who took certain vaccinations and or boosters. Imagine that. Long-term negative reactions to the vaccines. Huh. Go figure. Now, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a guy. I'm a guy who lost his dad to Agent Orange. I'm a guy who had over a year of his life dictated by mefloquine. And I'm tired of being told it was a really good idea at the time to mandate that everyone jump on the COVID bandwagon. No excuses, just do it. Or risk being a modern-day leper unable to walk freely through society. Hey, it's a freaking good idea at the time, right? That's a wrap for the right side way. Well, there you have it. Um, I did that one because I'm tired of being told we're not allowed to ask questions. 
because I don't know who didn't ask the questions about Agent Orange, but they ought to be shot. I don't know who didn't ask the questions about the anthrax vaccine. I don't know who thought mefloquin was a wonderful thing, despite the fact that we've seen deleterious after effects that have just ruined people's lives. Those were all great ideas at the time, right? Somewhere, someone needs to ask harder questions. And by God, this show is going to do it. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right, covering down on some ground across the northern part of the beautiful state of Alabama. Um, so I was I was with some folks up in Huntsville this morning, by the way, boom, I went up there for a meeting, I think you knew that, in uh, uh, meeting with some folks, and we were talking about the rocket. Uh, that oh, we were the rocket. Yesterday. Yeah, and the, and the concern about it being taken down and, and all that. What I did not know was... There's also been concerns about the one at the Space and Rocket Center, the actual, the, the big one, the Saturn Wait, V. Wait, the one that actually lays on its side. No, no, no. They no. got, they got, a, they got a, a big old honking, that, I think it is a Saturn V standing up. Oh, uh, really? Said, oh, yeah. I haven't been there in so long, yeah. so, wow. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, that's, uh, apparently it, it. It was. It had a dicey moment in a big storm at one point, and, and the last thing you want to see is that thing coming down. But, uh, wow. Ooh. Anyway. Uh, we'll see. We will see. Um, all right, Boomerson. Yes, sir. All right, so we are launching a podcast Ha-ha. with you and lovely McQueen. <laughs> yes, we are. Am I allowed to say that? Was that misogynistic on my part to say lovely McQueen? No, she's very lovely. And she is. She's your wife, so we can say that, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, all right, so you guys are you guys are launching the next part of the Right Side Empire. Uh, with the uh, with the now you, you told me you might be tweaking the name too. What are we going to call it? Is uh, the right life? You know, figure. You know, right side radio, right yeah. life. There I, we go. I'm digging it. Digging it. I'm digging it like a lot, <laughs> like with a big shovel. I'm it's it's it. going to be awesome. I, I think we're going to release it uh, February first, which I believe is a Wednesday, so two weeks from today. Is that going to be your, your now? Okay, it, it sounds like I have no idea what's going on around here. It's not like I run Right Side Media or anything, <laughs> but uh, but nonetheless, <laughs> there's been a lot of leeway here because I want you guys to have the product you want. But but all that to say. What do you want? You want Wednesdays is going to be your weekly release date, or is it going to be just that's your first one? Or what do you no, do? I believe it'll be Wednesday, every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Every Wednesday. So now it's not just Camel Day. Not just Camel Day. It's Right Life Podcast <laughs> Boomer and McQueen Day. That's right. I mean, it, Wednesdays are going to be like, great. You got that. You have incredible show. You have the Grand Council, and it's Camel Holy Day. I mean, smoked. come on. We are stacked up on Wednesday. Well, you know, you know what? why? It's because it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's the window, middle of the week. Everybody you got to give folks something to target right there in the middle. That's right. <laughs> okay, so uh, all right, so we're we're looking at Wednesday, February first, launching the new podcast with Boomer and McQueen. But uh, I, I, we need we need to have y'all on the show though. Like, yeah, so, I mean because we used to do Boomer and the Birdman, which I miss Birdman a lot. I, admit, I know, but so we need to have somebody else jump in. I'm saying tomorrow. We think. Hey, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> 
I'm gonna I'm gonna text McQueen right now. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have the list of questions ready. I'm gonna grill you guys on the air. Ooh. And y'all probably gonna grill me right back. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always fun. In fact, you know what's gonna wind up happening? You and I, we do this every single day. McQueen's gonna come in and she's gonna take over. You know what's gonna happen. She will. That personality, she's gonna take over. And we're gonna be sitting here, and we're not gonna we're gonna be like abba da abba da abba, and she's gonna take over the show. I know. We're, we need to post this video. I think I believe we sent it to you, and she just cracked me up. And uh, dude, if you if you don't man. post that video, something's wrong. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, get get that thing out there. All right, folks. So yeah, you heard it. Uh, the next 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 round of Right Side Media, which is the parent company here uh, of Right Side Radio is launching its next piece and it's a podcast. And we actually, we have other stuff too. I mean, we got tons of social media. Um, we're on what? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, we're everywhere. We got our, we're up on YouTube. Uh, how's the website doing right now? Website's up and running. Website's up and running. www.rightsideradio.org. You can live stream the show. You can watch the video and or listen to the audio. Um, Podcasts are rocking 108,800 something. So, and our second biggest audience is still California. Second biggest audience is California. But you know, I did look at something, and let's see, it is right here: California, Ohio, and North Carolina, and then Missouri. I mean, there's some states that are catching up to California. I'm just saying. Come on, California! <laughs> Come on! Now, now, I used to live in California when I was young, really, just for a brief period of time. Yeah. Um, you know, one of my sojourns outside of the beautiful state of Alabama. As an Army kid, I probably had more of a home base than a lot. We, we moved, we came back. We moved, we came back. We moved, we came back. And both sets of grandparents were here. And then Dad retired here um, when I was in high school, so I graduated at Grissom and Huntsville. And, and so it's, it's home. Mm. We're an Alabama family. We just had, we had these sojourns where we had to go out and be itinerant uh, military family or whatever. But, yeah, I lived in California briefly. So, hey, California, don't slow down. Come Tell on, your friends. Callie. That's right. We're doing ministry in a foreign land. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Bring it. All right. Listen, we're coming right back. Number one of the Triple Dipper, the paper chase. I got a whole bunch of side stories that relate to the Biden paper scandal. You guys stay tuned. We'll be right back.